when it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello, I'm Jack Beaumont. I do Crime Club. In Series 1, I spoke to people like this. Did you not kick a policeman in the head? Yeah, that was... When was that? I was 17. Wait, was I 17 or 19? I think it might have been 19, actually. In Series 2, I talked to people like this. There was a paedophile with one leg. I kicked him clean out his wheelchair. About four of us... I mean, we battered him. And this. Cheated on your boyfriend to give him gonorrhea? Do you want to go there, or would you rather not? Yeah, no, 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 I could talk about it. I have jingles like this. That's Crime Club, where strange people tell stories involving bad behaviour. New episodes out every Monday. The following podcast is a member of the Great Big Owl family. Game of Thrones. The Walking Dead. Westworld. No, that's the West Wing. West, Westworld. There have been many podcasts which seek to analyse the complexities, the depth, the plot lines, the hidden story arcs, the beauty of these productions. Quite simply, the world doesn't need another one, which is why we're applying that level of discussion to the bottom of the televisual barrel and scraping it with a weekly celebration of The One Show. Hello and welcome to The The One Show Show, the podcast that stays a safe distance away from TV's The One Show at all times. Not because it has the coronavirus, but because it stinks. <laughs> so just as The One Show will, after the apocalypse, still continue to scuttle about from under the green sofas like a cockroach, so we are here to smash it with a podcast shoe. Now, naturally, like everybody else, we are recording this remotely. Each of us in our own houses, with only Matt Baker and Alex Jones for company for half an hour a night so this might sound like a bit of a shambles with terrible sound quality but that's good as it will simply make it sound like most podcasts and thus might even increase our chances of getting up the chart i am john holmes and this week we get a look at matt's horrible carpet the red arrows waste an opportunity and dr sarah jarvis continues to cash in on corona joining me from completely different (laughs) geographic locations and only really doing this to relieve the current monotony of their day-to-day existence are the the regular one show show shower mark haynes and back for another bite at the one show cherry writer and actor beth granville hello everybody hi everyone hi Hello. hello here we are 
I mean, we could start by doing that same thing as everyone's done and just bang on about what it's like living in our houses, not able to go out. I mean, it's fine for me now because I killed my family on day two. (laughs) (laughs) Having looked inside Matt Baker's house this week, I'm obsessed with the idea that you aren't the only person who's killed a family and then remained in the house because that house looks suspiciously like an elderly woman's house who Matt has murdered and simply moved into lock, stock and barrel. (laughs) Yeah, with his pheasant cushion. Should we start there? Mm. Should we start there? Because... So Matt is self-isolated. Yeah. Right? But that's not enough to keep him out of the one show. So what they've done is they've put a screen, well, not for all of the week, but certainly some of the week, a screen next to Alex on the sofa with Matt Baker's home face on it. Yeah. And it's, it's really quite weird, isn't it? The fact that he's sitting there with a dog on his lap. It's so Trying odd. to join in. It's like Red Dwarf when they had Rimmer as the hologram. It's like Matt's a hologram. I feel like even <laughs> if he dies now, he'll still host the one show as a hologram. You know, and like I hope the... he does. Only if he's got his dog with him, though. I'm obsessed with his dog. Is it Bob is it or Bob? Bill? Yeah, Bob. 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 Bob the dog. I... Yeah. Affleck, who's still self-isolating at home. Hello. How's your day been? Hiya. What have you been doing? Yeah, it's been, um, it's been quite good, really. We've just... Bob, that's enough now. Yeah, Bob is back by popular demand. And I had to record... Bob, just falling off the sofa. Come on up. Come on back up here. Again, the sort of dog that an old woman would call Bob (laughs) and that he would simply take on the mantle of ownership of that dog. I find it very sus. The house itself, Rhapsody Brown. Oh, oh, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, mean, the carpet's shades of brown, the sofa's brown, the dog's got brown on it. Yeah. Um, Matt looks like he's shitting himself the whole time. Yeah, who under under 40 has a mahogany glass-fronted trinket cabinet? (laughs) I've never seen anyone of our generation with the type of furniture and dressing that Matt does. But do you think it came with the farmhouse? Is it farmhouse chic? Oh yeah, entirely, entirely. He's he's bought that. They've. I, I don't think he's killed a woman. I think what's probably happened. It was a suicidal farmer. There's a lot of them around. They've cleaned the blood spatters <laughs> as best they can off the back. <laughs> Bob the dog's helped out with his hungry tongue, and Matt has simply moved in. Um, Beth, did you notice the, uh, the 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 his comments about schools right at the top of this episode? So this was Wednesday's episode, I think. Yes. Last week. Because lots of kids are off homeschooling now. That's the thing. And parents, fraught parents everywhere, are trying to teach their kids in their own houses. But Matt, Matt, it seems not doing that. Did you notice his little, um, what his kid's school is doing? I know. I got distracted by him saying that they're running in and out and in and out for PE. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, PE. But the, but the other thing they said they were doing was... Uh, oh, virtual schooling. Virtual, virtual schooling, yeah. yeah. He was like, it's amazing the technology they've got nowadays. Yeah. My children have been doing uh, virtual school today uh, online with all of their friends lining up on on the class. It's amazing the technology that's out there and how they're doing the schools. If Matt Baker knows anything about technology. If if it's anything like the technology that we are using, it's basically going to be a lesson that that takes 55 minutes to get through 10 minutes because of the lag between the teacher and the pupils' questions. (laughs) Yeah, it's. I mean, it's. I mean, we're noticing it with this podcast, trying to you know uh, link up and. Of course there's a lag of course there's an internet delay but the fact that matt was sort of embracing it and sitting there and then there's that 
all, just these awkward moments where he's trying to just use his rural broadband to broadcast <laughs> to the nation. Yeah, but that's what he's like when he's on there anyway sometimes, just those pauses in between his reactions. It's like he lives on rural broadband in his head anyway. <laughs> <laughs> so it works really well really, for him. I mean, it really drove home the fact that you can easily do this show with half the number of presenters they normally have. Yes. You, yeah. you don't need two of them. You could just have one and they do it. With Matt being in those little bits on the first show, they just chucked him a couple of lines to say at various points. And so he'd come back in and go, yeah, and that's exactly why we've done this. Uh, well, we've been inundated uh, with emails and pictures and all the rest of it. And Matt's got some there, haven't you, Matt? I have, yes. I'm just scrolling through um, at the moment. If I can find where I am, I'm just going on to my other messages here. And you really did sort of think there is no need to go to the time and effort to get Matt involved in this. Just <laughs> let Alex do it. She, she's doing a fine job, even if she is getting more Welsh by the moment. Is oh, she? is she? I mean, there was a lot of Welsh, Welsh uh, visual. Visual? Did you see the visual? She was yeah, going she's, beg- she's begun saying, Mathu! Instead of Matthew, <laughs> uh, regular community, we had. I mean, she is mad. Our Twitter gets complaints that are made for the one show because the uh, handle that we use is better than the actual one show's one, which is at BBC The One Show. And we're the one show show. So people, when they when they tend to tweet the one show, they, they would naturally put our thing up first. And there was a great complaint this week, which was someone saying, this week's show seems to be entirely in Welsh. What's going on? <laughs> Well, it's absolutely fabulous. <laughs> Not only did we get an insight into Matt's Matt Matt's home life with his, uh, I'm sure, privately educated children in their virtual classroom and they're mm. running in and out for PE lessons, we also got a mime of an insight into Alex's life. Did you notice this? So Chris Addison was the guest, right? He was oh, talking about yeah. Breeders, the Sky One sitcom that he's made with Martin Freeman and Simon Blowell. And they, they were talking about, she said, well, you must be used to working from home. Have you got any advice for people doing it, Chris? And he said, yeah, get rid of your fridge. He said, because every moment you'll get up and you'll go to the fridge. And then he mimed opening a fridge with one hand. And, you know, in all seriousness, people want to know how they can carry on being productive. So what would be your kind of top tips? My, my, my absolute top tip for working at home uh, is get rid of your fridge. That's the, that's the first thing that you should do. I reckon, I reckon 75% of my day is spent suddenly finding myself looking in the fridge going, why am I looking? Yeah. In the fridge. And Alex said, oh, my husband is doing that as well. And she mimed the opening of a fridge with two doors. Oh, and my God. Doors. My husband's been home for two days and that's all he's doing, this, yeah. and then walking away. Yeah. Oh, yeah. like a Wild West saloon fridge. Someone's doing well. <laughs> exactly right. So I thought, Amazing. well, that is an interesting uh, Yeah, that is interesting. interesting. Concept, that's just made it? me feel a bit sick. I've got the smallest fridge and freezer. It's so depressing. Now is really the time when we realise whether or not our freezers and fridges are too small, isn't it? This has been the week for that. <laughs> and I realised four years ago that mine was, so thoughts and prayers. <laughs> what would happen if you got a comedian in a room, you open their Amazon account, and you look back at everything they've ever bought on that website? Well, this... Because I was consuming so much peanut butter, I decided to try and get a powdered version that wasn't as fattening. Uh, your handwriting can change your life. I regret this book. <laughs> I regret this book. Keep calm and love Dom Jolly novelty keyring yeah, and fridge that. magnets. Yeah, I love that. Yes. But I do have that on my fridge. Four pounds is spent on that. That's my mate bought a toaster. Available now from Great Big Al. 
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. When it comes to your finances, you think you've done it all. You've saved, you've researched, and you've invested all that you can. Now it's time to take those investments to the next level by using the brand behind every great investor, Yahoo Finance. As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Let's talk about, um, well, Matt, as we learned, couldn't see the red arrow on the piazza, could he? Uh, Look what has landed on our piazza. Now, Matt, you probably can't see this. It's a red arrow's Mm. hawk. You'd absolutely love it. Well, I didn't (laughs) understand this because there is a big red arrow, right? They dragged it into the piazza. Uh, of and the, presumably the reason they could get it in was because there's no people around anymore. No, so they very just do what they like. But then she went, Matt, you probably can't see this. And I thought, well, all he needs to do is turn on the one show on his television. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. But look at his house. <laughs> he hasn't got a telly in that house. He's got cushions with pheasants on and mahogany. <laughs> I, I don't know if they've got a telly. <laughs> yeah. He did a quite funny, a funny joke, which was open the cupboard, open the cupboard, and he opened the cupboard, which he was absolutely adamant he wanted to tell you he had built himself. But he opened the cabinet to reveal two bafters. It's kind of an ongoing project, so. Um... Yeah, but this is a this is a cupboard that I've made in an old doorway here. Um, oh, so yeah, it's um, nice. all nice, a bit of marquetry and uh, nice little surround. It's not quite finished, as I say at the moment, but uh, I'm forever making something, as Al will tell you. But uh, yeah, there we are. That's my cupboard. Yeah, that looks really cool. I tell you what, he's, he's super annoying because he's really good at everything. He is good. Um, that Matt, good. can you just open the cupboard and show us what's inside? I'll. I'll uh, oh. Oh, yeah. oh, 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 okay. Oh. All right. Well, <laughs> all right. Don't like to boast, but that's yeah. where I came from. There you go. Yeah, not planted at all. No. Matt Baker's got BAFTAs. You what might think st- he hasn't got BAFTAs. No, he's he not. Has go on. He's got children's BAFTAs. <laughs> that that's is. Like, that's like. The the the, the, the Bafta Society don't they do like aren't there RTS awards which are like the Northern RTS and they're sort of slightly yeah, different yeah, yeah, yeah. from the main ones. Having a children's Bafta is not having a Bafta. 
No, I will. I will not have it. No disrespect <laughs> to people working children's TV. Some of them are excellent, but to win two of two children's Baftas in what two thousand and two yeah. and three for best presenting team, Blue Peter, not a proper Bafta match. <laughs> That's where they're in the cupboard. In his defence, not on top of it. So. Chris Addison is on the sofa, all right? So then they've got the... And I I, assume, I don't know whether they've got a skeleton crew of mm. crew. On, oh, yeah, must for do. For obvious do. reasons. But there was quite an interesting bit where they were trying to get Matt's screen. So they've got Matt on a, a vertical screen on the sofa, uh, as though he's properly there. And so then they're trying to do a two-shot with him and Alex. And then they try to do a one-shot with Alex. But because of the size of the screen... And it's obviously a normal shot that they do. What you got was sort of Matt's ear on a screen in the shot next to Alex. The camera then started moving to the right and Alex leaned with it. Amazing. So, so this thing going on, move to the right. She's leaning slightly over to get his ear out of the shot. It was very There strange. was such a brave <laughs> attempt to try and make a genuine sized Matt appear on the sofa. And all credit to them, they nearly pulled it off. And uh, when I was looking up at that thing about the BAFTAs, I found one other interesting fact about Matt Baker. Right, yeah. you, you know he's he's obviously really tall. Yeah, well he isn't. He's not really tall, John. What? What? I, I've got a I've got a fellow short ass. He's not a short ass, but he's five oh. nine and a half. And I always think he's never really <laughs> mentioned me, it. But I think he I think he's always given off an air of reckoning he's about six one. Uh, again, <laughs> I, I find that a bit dishonest. Yeah. <laughs> Does he? Do, do um, people discuss a- how he's tall? Because I know some people are, obs- are, are obsessed with, and they're like, oh, God, I'm there really tall. I, I'm so sure I don't notice anyone's height. Chris Evans is incredibly tall. Is he? Yeah, if you met Chris Evans, the, the first thing you'd say is you'd say, I didn't realise how tall he was. Wow. Yeah, it's the same as if I met Matt Baker. Right. The first thing I'd say is, I had no idea you were duplicitous about your actual height. <laughs> <laughs> I've got no room to speak on this subject. I absolutely uh, <laughs> yeah. waste of time. Uh, did you see when there was a really odd bit when he, he obviously they were trying to think of him for things to do with Matt, right? Because he couldn't do an interview with Chris Addison. They had to just leave that <laughs> as usual. Couldn't go out on the piazza. <laughs> couldn't go out on the piazza with um, Perty and Bondy, the Red Arrows <laughs> pilot. And uh, later we'll be talking to squadron leader Martin Pert and flight lieutenant John Bond, also known as Perty and Bondy. Uh, so they just gave him some messages to read out. Yes. But he fucked that up as well, didn't he? Yeah, he did. So I'm just scrolling through um, at the moment, if I can find where I am. I'm just going on to my other messages here. Um... Where are we? I obviously said to him, can you hold up a, one of the emails we've been sending? It's a picture of a couple who was supposed to be on a cruise. Yes. Um, but they've dressed up in, in shorts and cruise wear and are just sitting in the lounge with a cocktail they've made. Can you can you talk about that, Matt? And he went, yeah. Sorry, I'm not very good. I've just started on this whole social media thing. But um, I'm getting there. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. So the first one is from this lovely couple here. This is, uh, this is from Sue and Graham. So they have been um, they've been cruising basically oh. from home. Their cruise oh. was cancelled, so they've got the shorts on. You talk oh. about me with the trousers on, um, but yeah, they've got the shorts on, uh, living the dream in Grimsby. <laughs> so he couldn't find the message for ages. He's going, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. Oh, hang on, hang on. Uh, and then he, he he just showed it to the camera, but they didn't need to do that because the production gallery then cut to a still of that picture, <laughs> like from the gallery. Yeah, he's. Redundant. So I don't know what the hell he was doing. No, nor did he. To be fair, if he has got a virus, 
that is a bit of an excuse for a shoddy performance. Yeah, they did say, didn't they, on one of the uh, the shows that, that, that was afterwards, they said he's actually feeling very groggy. groggy. Yes, and of course, there, there was yeah. that, that, that point where, they, where, where no one is willing to admit that they think they've got the coronavirus or everyone is having to sort of go. I mean, it might not be that, but I mean, it certainly has all the signs because no one can get tested. So it is that funny thing of refusing to say you might have what it sounds very, very clear like he's got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And the... Um, the the Bob the dog thing as well. Whenever there was a sort of lull, whenever Matt thought he needed so, something more to do, he'd just whistle and call Bob the dog yeah, back yeah. to lick his face. Bob, Bob, come here, son. Come here. Uh, Bob is here. I'll just, there you go. Look, he's just down there for you. Um, so he's sending his love. Um, the licking in the mouth. The, the, the dog licked him in the mouth. <laughs> that That is basically how we got into this problem, right? <laughs> <laughs> okay. So if there's another outbreak, and it's not from Wuhan, but it's from fucking County Durham, we're going to know who to blame. <laughs> Probably Matt and Bob. We'll get over the bat aids and we'll just all have dog aids next. <laughs> But at and least, then of course, at least it's from Britain this time, proving that we're still <laughs> a world power. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we had Matt Allwright. This was the day before I think Matt Allwright went off to self-isolate as well. So mm. he was doing. Um, oh, on a broader note, though, of course, the the one show was held up as a bastion of coronavirus information at the beginning of last week, wasn't it? When the no, BBC talked about week. its emergency schedules. I because I thought, oh, I can't believe I've got a fucking watch this today and then i was like i just said to lucy who i live with i was like mate i've just learned more about self-isolation from this woman completely than i've learned from the government they haven't done any adverts nothing and i i've been quite confused about it and like social distancing and and self-isolation and then she just said really clearly the three stages of what it is and i was like why isn't this woman on telly in every advert break on all the fucking billboards giving this information we know unfortunately the death rate does increase sharply for people over 70 so we're trying to shield as you put it protect them and it's a great word isn't it shielding and i, and I like that idea yeah, yeah I thought, the i'll forgive them Absolutely. anything this week for yeah. giving us that information they have actually they've been really really good and it is that sort of sense of they have always thought that they are like the the thing the nation turns to in times of crisis we'll always be there for you and who'd have fucking believed it it's actually happened <laughs> they are actually becoming this sort it of like wild. thing that you go well the one show's on we'll know what to do in a while crazy yeah. but it's also weird because uh, yeah. there aren't any and- films on. so they're shelf of films that they ordinarily wheel out to just fill time they don't have to do that anymore so there aren't any dull films about uh, tench fishing or, oh. or or pine martyr or whatever it yeah. might be there just aren't any of that so the one show has simultaneously become um, it, what- a, a one stop shop for information but it's also far more boring than usual <laughs> yeah. John you say that they're not they're, you say they're not just, just chucking out random well, old like, crap um, so that that comedian who was hosting it what's his name chris ramsey yeah ramsey oh we're sat 
We're sat far away from each other, aren't we? We're self-isolating. I thought, well, you're not. Hello and welcome to Friday's Live One Show with Alex Jones. And with me tonight, someone who always chases up when he visits, even while keeping a safe distance, uh, Chris Ramsey. Welcome back. Well, thank nice. you. Thank you for Good having me. Good to see things have changed since I saw you last. Oh, it's all gone downhill a bit, hasn't it? But yeah. Right, a little bit. So we're, we're practising safe distance self-isolation. We haven't fallen out. Like, <laughs> that's not... I don't think you know what self-isolating is. And then she goes on to brilliantly explain and I really wanted him to go oh so I got that wrong earlier but he didn't but like he, they, they're doing social distancing I guess so they're two meters but I thought the irony that he's said at the beginning we're self-isolating then she describes what it is and he absolutely yeah. isn't. he's hosting a fucking yeah. one show next to another presenter what a mad punt <laughs> here we are self-isolating I mean, we're not talking about how just mental it looks when they're on either end of the sofa and then they <laughs> yeah. have to do a wide shot when a guest comes in because the guest is also on the far end of a sofa. It looks mad. It does look why mad. They, why, why yeah. they aren't doing it in sort of lots of close-ups? But when they're just, I, I suppose, again, they're, they're teaching us. They're saying, this is what we have to do now for the time being. And weirdly, I noticed when they didn't do it, which was when Patrick Keelty was, was presenting, the oh, amount yeah. of t- tweets that we get to our account complaining that Patrick Keelty and Alex are stupidly close together. They just, there's yeah. hundreds of them, people <laughs> furious about it. And until <laughs> until the one show came along telling you what it was, none of these people fucking knew. No. Now, <laughs> now they're all experts having a right go. There was a funny bit when uh, Alex was, uh, where was she? Was she outside or she was doing something? And came back in to shot where Chris Ramsey was on the sofa. But she sat down next to him while he was chatting to, I don't know, Anton de Beck or something. Mm. And then realised and just fully in shot, scooched along at speed back to the other end of the sofa. (laughs) There was an absolutely brilliant bit where Chris Ramsey, he wasn't in shot, but it was when Sarah Jarvis was talking about um, uh, isolation and stuff like that. There was, she was basically, the point she was making was do not go out and do stuff that you absolutely do not have to. And as she said that, you heard out of nowhere, like a terror, like a really sad, ghost chris ramsey go you are in self-isolation because you're poorly you still need to keep away even from the other people in your house right then the last person (laughs) walks into a fucking trap literally sitting there with a doctor going if you can't do something that is unnecessary you'll die and you go yep that that's me that 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 is me there was another there were another couple of weird audible moments that uh, there was there was one bit when they when they first cut to Matt, I think this was in his house. Oh uh, no, no, it's the bit when the, he couldn't find the message when he was looking for mm. the messages and he was going, "Oh, I can't find them on my phone." Um, off the bat in the background because we're now looking at Matt's uh, old people's home where he lives. Right in the <laughs> background, you could hear Alex whispering to Chris Addison. Um, I'm just going on to my other messages here. Um. Where are we? And you couldn't quite hear what she was saying, but it was clearly a sort of, you know, get away from me, get away, get away, don't touch me anymore. <laughs> Something like that. And it was a really odd, audible thing where they'd left the mics up. And the other odd, audible thing, did you hear this? It was at 8 minutes, 27 seconds in Wednesday's episode, right? It was a boring conversation with Matt Allwright uh, when he was talking about food banks or something. He talked about that mm. and how people... what One show viewers, he said, should go... 
uh, out and help food banks. And I thought, well, you're appealing to the wrong demographic. There's one show viewers are the first people out there with baseball bats mugging so people for toilet roll. <laughs> so they are not going to go and help anybody in a food bank. But then there was an audible fart. Was there? I am not kidding. There was an audible <laughs> fart at eight minutes, 27 seconds. Now i going to watch seconds. it again. Yes, you have. It, and I thought, well, is it Chris Addison shifting in his chair? Don't know. Matt, all right. Alex Jones, Sarah Jarvis was there. Could have been any of them. But I think it was Matt at home because you're more relaxed, <laughs> aren't you? More chilled out. He's at home. He's let one go it's and he's going to blame it on Bob the dog. It's not going to be Lou Rollgate where prescribed medicines are concerned because there is enough oh. medicine. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually not a bad little technique, actually. If, you, if you're like Alex, you just want to constantly fart. And if someone says, have you farted? You can go, you're too close. <laughs> you are too fucking close. But it was such, it was a, it was, a, I mean, I wrote down, I just wrote no films. God, it's fucking dull. I mean, it, mm, without those yeah. punctuation points, yeah. it is just a long green sofa chat. It's like nothing. Yeah, and it, but it, but it, but it was it was just really weird. It was like uh, uh, um, Russell, uh, uh, what's Kane. the one called? Yeah. Russell Kane. He was on <laughs> one of the Russells, but Russell Kane was on. Credit to him for not hiding how absolutely out of his mind frightened he was by the whole experience. <laughs> he looked absolutely terrified. Uh, but he, he was saying, you know, my, obviously all the gigs have been cancelled. I, I don't know really what I'm doing now. The rest of the work of the year is just gone. Uh, he said, so basically, you know, I'm, um, this is the Titanic. Um, I, the one show is my Titanic. This is my last job until May. This is like, this is the violin on the Titanic as I go down the one show. Oh my goodness. So yeah, I've got, I've, I've, I've nothing, to, I don't know what I'm going to do. And I thought, yeah, it, it is, that's a good way of thinking about it, uh, you know, normally. But it was yeah. like the Marie yeah. Celeste this week, where it was just this skeleton crew. It was empty. It was eerie. There was no no crowd. There were no no one was laughing at the yeah. jokes yeah. that that like the comics were doing. They had Chris Ramsey, they had Chris Addison, they had Russell Kane, and they had Patrick Hilty. And it was just there was no one to laugh at the gags. And watching people in this frightening room doing gags that are getting no response and still doing it. It just seemed mad. It seemed like everyone in Britain is dead apart from the one show and the one show is just carrying on. <laughs> just frightening. <laughs> ah. And so that drags us to the end of this week's The The One Show Show Part 1. Join us tomorrow as we cough up Part 2, not into our elbows, but into your ears. And if you're still alive, please do rate and review The The One Show Show on Apple Podcasts or whatever, because even though that doesn't seem important anymore in the grand scheme of things, we still crave attention. See you tomorrow. Hello, my darlings. It's me, Anna Mann, actress, singer, welder. Gotta have a backup. I've been in everything, my darlings, and I've been cut from most things. However, I will not be cut from one thing, and that is my own podcast, Talking to Actors with Anna Mann, where I meet those rarest of creatures, the actors. That's Talking to Actors. Look out for the new series starting soon on The Great Big Owl. 
As America's number one finance destination, Yahoo Finance has everything you need, whether you're a seasoned trader or just dipping your toes into the market. Join the millions of investors who trust Yahoo Finance to guide them on their financial journey. For comprehensive financial news and analysis, visit yahoofinance.com, the number one financial destination, yahoofinance.com. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart, a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.